TheChairShot.com. TheChairShot.com. Always. Always. Use your head. You are now listening to ChairShot Radio. Always use your head. Oh, yeah, here it is. We are here on Tuesday. It's your good friend Patrick O'Dowd, joined as always with David Ungar, here to offer you ChairShot Radio Tuesday on the ChairShot Radio Network, a part of the ChairShot.com, where we are going to do some hockey talk. Dave, how you doing today? This It's dreary as heck out here in uh in in new england it looks like it actually looks like a new england horror movie um and in fact i've often said that i never understood why so many like why stephen king chose maine as like like other than he's from maine but like as this location for horror flicks and then i actually went to new england and maine and now i get it like it's it's gloomy all the very, time. Very like London town, old Jack the Ripper style stuff. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm doing pretty well, man. Recording this the day before kayfabe, the day before Halloween. And uh, it's still like almost 80 out here, which is not cool. No, it's, it's absolutely not cool. It's it's not cool on multiple levels and multiple, very, very, very many definitions. So well, well done there. And I think it's kind of apropos that we're talking about, you know, Halloween and and darkness and horror, because we're going to talk about a horror story that dropped this past week in the NHL, spend most of our time talking about everything that's going on with the Chicago Blackhawks organization and the hot mess that is there. Uh, We will talk a little bit about what happened this past week during the season, though I'm going to admit, Dave, that uh, I am... how do I say this? I didn't watch a lot of hockey this week. No, see, man, that's, Oh, I know we've talked about the Disney bundle. I, I got to say this year, it is paying for itself because the ESPN, yeah, plus, getting a lot of legway, a lot of, co- I mean, I've seen just about every capitals game, or at least parts of every capitals game so far. Like I literally watched a little bit of the Avs and the golden Knights game, the national game, I watched a snippet of Friday, the 29th, uh, not Blackhawks, uh, Bruins and Carolina Hurricanes matchup. And I saw that the Blues finally lost. Like, that's really, I saw a few contract extensions that got announced out. Like, Vegas was busy on, I think it was like Thursday or Friday. Like, their Twitter was just like, yeah, and I can't even remember all the players, but like David Ungar has been extended. Patrick O'Dowd has been extended. Like they and like seven, eight year long contract extensions. The Blues did an extension as well uh, this past week on one of their talent. It's just it's fascinating. Uh, the Blues have been without a lot of talent uh, lately because COVID f- struck. We were without Brandon Saad. Uh, we were without um, Ryan O'Reilly. Lost Ryan O'Reilly for a little bit too. And COVID is a bitch. But We'll talk a little bit about that after the first commercial break. And then after the second commercial break, we got to talk about the Blackhawks. We just, we have to talk about what's going on there because it's a big mess. It is the story in hockey right now. And it would be a disservice for us to not talk about it. So, uh, 
When we come back in a minute and 16 seconds, we'll start with what happened this past week. And I'm basically going to hand it over to Dave to cover what stood out to him. And then we're going to, we're going to delve into the bad news. You're listening to chair shot radio on the chair shot radio network, a part of the ChairShot.com. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Go to powerslam.tv, promo code chairshot. Get your free month. Again, that's powerslam.tv, promo code chairshot. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. So, uh, Dave. Yes, sir. Guess what I haven't guess what I haven't done yet. Uh, I'm not sure. I, I have yet to edit the uh, ESPN hockey. Oh, that, that's all right. There you go. So, there's your three seconds of dead air, noble listener. Before we go into the week that was, I mentioned this before. I Halloween week in the land of college student affairs, which is my which is my field. That's kind of a busy, it's a surprisingly busy week. And I'm the father of a nine-year-old. Halloween's a big week. So I actually did not have a ton of time to catch up on hockey. So Dave, I'm actually going to hand this over to you. Give me a couple of storylines, some things that you saw. You said you got to watch all of your caps. What's going on in hockey? What did I miss this week? What should we be paying attention to? Other than, like I said, the Blues finally lost, so I can live. I can move on with my life. Yeah, the Blues. That's the the Blues. History. The Blues lost, but at the other end of the spectrum, they are five and one, and on top of the Central Division, hanging out there with uh, what? For Minnesota. now, yeah. Minnesota's tied points wise, but has one more loss. Uh, yeah, the Blues look good. I mean, Colorado got the win the other night, but you know, you got to figure Colorado is going to kind of turn it around eventually. I mean, you're looking at a team that, I mean, we're going to talk the dumpster fire that is the Chicago Blackhawks. Um, then you got Arizona, right. which is, you know, you got two winless teams right now, Chicago and Arizona. And thankfully the caps didn't shit the bet against Arizona last night, but Colorado's like, third from the bottom that's going to change um i think this yeah you think yeah the stuff that stands out to me is there are still you know last week we talked surprise undefeated teams one week later there are still two undefeated teams probably not a surprise that they're undefeated but then again at this point you're looking at 
Florida is eight and zero, eight games in, and still eight and zero. Yeah, I, I, I stand corrected on Florida. I was not a believer. They are in the in the crosshairs of this whole Blackhawks scandal as their coach Joel Quenville resigned. Uh, I think yesterday. Right. Because well, yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna talk about that a little bit later. But yeah, I mean, yeah, he he resigns. Uh, Florida's eight and zero. Dude, Buffalo's not going away. They have the same record as the Blues, pretty much. Five, one, and one. It's it's crazy. And again, teams we dismissed as dead. Do you wonder if you know losing a star change like change just changed the way they were able to play or are able to play? Like I mean, it seems like they're just playing really loose without like you have one major department departure in a captain and I don't know. I think we we both said it was going to be really impactful, but it doesn't seem like they're playing that way. It seems like they found leadership elsewhere. Yeah, I mean, the Jack Eichel situation is constantly in flux, um, and and he's still a member of the team, but there are now rumors of trade partners, possibly him going to Vegas, which would be sickening. I mean, just to add him to that roster. But but Vegas isn't performing right now. Like, I can see why Vegas is all about that. Sure, sure. Um, I mean, I... The other surprise, no, I mean, like, like Buffalo, I think that with all that stuff going on, they're just playing really well, even though they're not getting distracted by this whole controversy. They're just, you know, they just go out there and they keep winning. I mean, they put it on Tampa Bay this week, I think like five to one or something like that. That's an emphatic ass victory. Uh, You know, the team in third place in the, in the Atlantic is the Detroit Red Wings. And I watched them. I watched them play the Caps this week. They beat the Caps in overtime, uh, even though the Caps thoroughly outplayed them. But that doesn't matter because uh, Detroit still gets uh, gets the two points out of there. Detroit might be better than I thought. I still think it's a little bit too early, and the bottom will fall out of that. Uh, you know, you look at the other in, in the Atlantic. You got Tampa right behind Detroit, Toronto, Boston. It's like wow. You know, you got the yeah. heavy hitters are down in the middle of the pack. Montreal had a bit of a resurgence this um i tell you the funnest yes, the funnest game i saw this whole week pat was uh washington ottawa that was a seven to five capitals victory um tj oshi had a hat trick somebody for ottawa had a hat trick ovechkin had two goals uh goaltending was optional in this game that sort of situation and that was a lot of that i mean it's like the Cavs got two goal leads ottawa would come back that was the funnest game i saw this week um you know my guys no regulation losses in October. I'm thrilled about that. I, I would never have guessed that when the season started without Backstrom. Now you got Oshie, who's kind of day-to-day. Uh, Alex Ovechkin's assault on Wayne Gretzky's record continues at a torrid pace. I think he's got eight, nine goals now already? Yeah, he's 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 cruising, yep. Ageless. Uh, you know, beyond that, I mean, the Rangers are better, or right where I kind of thought they'd be. Pittsburgh is starting to show the fatigue of not having their stars in there as they're slipping back. The Islanders are still kind of struggling. They haven't gotten that, but this is the Islanders are habitually slow starters and they are starting the season. What with like 13 games on the road before they break in that new arena. So, you know, if the Islanders come out of this whole opening season stretch and they're, I don't know, man, fifth, sixth in the division, I think they're in great shape because they're going to go on a long home stretch in that new arena We'll see if they yep. can capture any of the energy from Nassau Coliseum. I don't know, man. We'll see. But uh, yeah, I like I like where your guys are positioned. Um, Calgary, man, 
there's a team you talked about earlier this season, and, and Calgary has caught fire. They're like, they've won five in a row, beat the Caps in overtime. Um, they look really strong. I mean, when you're talking about being ahead of Edmonton, that's a that's a big deal. Seattle got their first winning. I guess you have to have three in a row for it to be a streak, but uh, they got their first back-to-back wins in franchise history. They're kind of right there. So a lot of hodgepodge of different stuff going on this week. Sure. I'm gonna. You brought up Edmonton, and I and I wanted to ask this question because I heard it on the radio. So I'm I'm totally stealing this from an ESPN radio thing, and, and I I feel like this might be a worthwhile conversation to have before we take the break. But they were talking about Connor McDavid and the fact that Connor McDavid plays in Canada, and they were talking about how Wayne Gretzky going to Los Angeles sort of changed the perception of hockey and and the NHL as a brand. Do you think, and I always think about this also in baseball with Mike Trout, Connor McDavid is unquestionably the best player in hockey. Would it behoove the NHL to put, to, to have him move to a bigger market, like say a New York Rangers or an LA Kings or, you know, Blackhawks. uh, Yeah. Well, I was trying not to say the Blackhawks, you, you, the Blackhawks would need it just from the PR standpoint right. at this point. Right. Um, but I, I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. See, to me, that's that's such a tough question because when you look at where... But I think it's so good for Canada, though. Right. Like, that's the thing is like... Right. And I really think that well, strong Canadian hockey as a part of the NHL is also really good for the NHL. No, and it's an international brand. That's the point that I uh, that I think you you raised the the key point there. When Gretzky got traded to LA, hockey yep. in Canada was already well established. The Oilers were a dynasty and had and and you know, it wasn't like it is now where there hasn't been a Canadian team to win the Stanley Cup since 93. It was frequent. The Canadians were still dominant. Edmonton was dominant. Calgary was good. They'd won a cup. Yep. When they traded Gretzky, they wanted to establish the American markets and to bring more focus on that uh, on American hockey in North, not just North America, in the United States. And putting him in L.A. was a perfect idea. You're almost in the reverse situation right now where Canada needs to keep a marquee star like Connor McDavid in a team in a market like Edmonton. Would it be great for the game to put Connor McDavid, you know, let's let's really fantasy book this to my absolute satisfaction. Trade him to Washington. Team him up with Ovechkin. Oh, stop it. Just stop it. <laughs> stop making this a Capitals. I'm, making it a, you're trying to make this a Capitals well, hockey, hockey show. I mean, if you look Sorry, at trade him to, hockey this week. Trade him to St. Louis. There you go. That'd be good, too. He fit in well there. The St. I, here's the thing is, I, I love, you know, being a St. Louis guy, I think of big-time markets, though. St. Louis ain't a big-time market. No, you're looking at, like, the New Yorks, like you said. Uh, Chicago yeah, is a big market. L.A. is a big market. Um, Vegas. Yeah, Vegas has turned into a big I market. Just, I see Vegas. Vegas has really become... Like it's become a destination for professional sports teams. I mean, we've got it. We've got the Raiders there now. We've got, you know, hockey there, baseball. The A's are uh, going to end up there. Ma- A's are going to yeah, end I was up like, there. I can't imagine. I I you I don't know if you're joking or not joking, but like teams are going to go to Vegas. Like it's a place to go. It's a destination now. So and that's becoming a big market. Well, I mean, but, like. 
We're just, I mean, just, I know this isn't baseball talk, but you saw like the A's manager, Bob Melvin, signs with the Padres this year because the A's have come right out and said, we're slashing payroll drastically this year. Baseball is about all- to get a lockout anyway. Uh, but, right. you know, you look at that and, and all the issues the Raiders had and all the issues the A's are having with a stadium. Going to Vegas is a natural fit for a team like that. But, right. yeah, I think, yeah, Vegas is, is you know, it, I mean, the worst case scenario is if they ended up with like Eichel and McDavid, you're looking at a dynasty well, right there because those are like the top two picks from that year, right? Something like that. Yeah. Like that would be obscene and ridiculous. Anyway, I thought it was an interesting thought. It's an interesting question. It depends on how much the, what the NHL's really goal is and whether they want to market their star. The Kings could use them. They, they sure could. So, all right. Well, we're going to wrap up the, the week in hockey with that little point. We're going to take our second commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to talk all about the Chicago Blackhawks scandal. Now, before we get to our recorded commercials, it is my duty to remind you that if you love what we do here at the ChairShot Radio Network and TheChairShot.com and you want to support us, one of the best ways that you can do that is to head over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash TheChairShot and pick up a ChairShot.com t-shirt. We have all kinds of great designs out there from ChairShot logos to various sayings and phrases from our programs things like everybody hates craig hashtag save tag team wrestling and many many others there's also shirts for some of the shows including the show that dave and i bring you every monday along with ray cash and pc tunny bandwagon nerds for example over 25 designs to choose from at a reasonable, reasonable price of $19.99, or if you're feeling fancy, spend a few dollars more, get it soft style. It'll feel nice on your giblets, and you'll really appreciate it. Again, best way to support us as we bring you content every day of the week is to head over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot and pick up a shirt. Take a look, pick something nice out, and we thank you in advance. When we come back... We are going to talk all about the uh, the Chicago. I almost said the Chairshot.com scandal, <laughs> the Chicago Blackhawks scandal, and the fallout we have seen this past week. You are listening to Hockey Talk on Chairshot Radio, a part of the Chairshot Radio Network, a part of the Chairshot.com. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. All right. So the Chicago Blackhawks are reaping what they sowed 10 years, 11 years ago at this point. Um, and it's all really coming to fruition. So with the with the resignation of Joel Quinville, as Dave mentioned earlier in the program today, um, we had, I'm going to forget his name, Stan Bowman um, also stepping down, was the Blackhawks general manager at the time. For those of you who don't know, Chicago found has found itself embroiled in a sexual abuse scandal dating back to May 8th and 9th, somewhere around there, of 2010 during the Chicago Blackhawks' Stanley Cup run. And, yes, they won the Cup that season. 
But former Blackhawks center Kyle Beach and video coach Brad Aldrich engaged in a sexual encounter during the team's Western Conference final series against the San Jose Sharks. Aldrich told investigators that the encounter was consensual, but Beach has said it was entirely non-consensual. According to the report, Aldrich told Beach he would never play in the NHL or walk again if he didn't act like he enjoyed the encounter. From there, Beach confided in multiple members of the Chicago Blackhawks front office, including Stan Bowman, including Joel Quinville. There were uh, multiple meetings. Uh, the skill coach Paul Vincent was involved. Uh, just, uh, gosh, executive vice president Jay Blunk. It's it, it was everybody. You name it, they did it. And then Aldrich in June the same year reportedly assaulted a Blackhawks intern. It it all came to a head in a report Tuesday. And angry dogs are here as well. Yeah, hounds of hell are pissed off. The hounds of hell have shown up, but I mean this report comes out on Tuesday. And actually, it's just gross because you you get to see not only did Aldrich have these two incidents with the Blackhawks, he then moves on to Miami of Ohio, where he was the director of hockey operations and assaulted two men while serving as their director of hockey operations. He assaults a high schooler in March of 2013. And then when the investigation really starts to pick up, the Blackhawks HR department in 2013 stonewalls the police. Like, just doesn't offer any information to the police outside of his resignation without a subpoena. In the meantime, Aldrich was convicted of fourth-degree criminal sexual conduct involving a student. In 20, in May, on May 7th, that's when Beach files a lawsuit against the Blackhawks. And you know, calls them out for failure to report and to investigate and pursue and to hold anybody accountable here. Joel Quinville is out. Uh, Stan Bowman is out. The Blackhawks were fined $2 million by the NHL. This is just the beginning of what is a thoroughly gross situation. Dave, what are your thoughts? What, what, how far reaching will this fallout be and where do the Blackhawks go from here? Where does hockey go? From? Actually, I you know, I, sorry. I forgot Bowman and McIsaac, who were the lone members of the senior staff that were still part of the team, they stopped down, they stepped down from their roles. Yeah, uh, as of today, we just got I think it was uh is it today or yesterday? I think they announced they made the decision uh, the Blackhawks had reached out Lanny McDonald, Gary Bettman, I think one other person reached out to the Hockey Hall of Fame, asked them to remove Aldridge's name from the Stanley Cup, which is an unheard of yep. request, which the Hockey Hall of Fame has granted. I'm not sure how they're going to do that. Or they're going to, I mean, that that tells you how deep this is. I mean, that's like a major, right. I mean, the Stanley Cup is the most hallowed trophy in all of sports, pretty much. To actually alter it like that, that tells you that this is really bad. Uh, it, it's a colossal failure on the part of the Blackhawks to address or even really recognize what was going on at the time. And it took you guys 11 years to really 
and now now all they're doing right now to me, Pat, is just damage control. It's very reactionary. You guys didn't do shit that was proactive. Right. Now it's all out well, there. So now you guys are scrambling to address this. They're still fighting him in court, you know? Right. Well, what's truly disturbing to me is the the report of the meeting that Beach had with all of these upper-level administrators. And one of the people that has a meeting with Bettman coming up on Monday and I'm going to butcher Kevin, was it Shevladayoff, uh, who was the assistant general manager at the time. But when you read the report of that meeting, is Beach is coming forward to talk about this behavior that happened. And Quinville is talking about his performance in helping the team win a Stanley Cup. Like, and, and I will say, and this is in no means in defense of the people that were in that room. They do not know, like those people are ill-equipped to handle that sort of accusation and, and those sorts of charges. And the Blackhawks, rather than trying to mitigate it internally amongst their own senior staff, that's why the first move that I that I am directed in my role is to send it to our to our our investigators, like our proper offices, to follow through and and, and go forward with that. That guy. You know, I uh, it should have been fired. Like, and I'm not going to say his name anymore. But that guy should have been fired, or at least suspended, when when the incident first comes up, right? right? Like, how do you not suspend him until an investigation can be complete? Right. And I mean, and here's the other thing, though. I mean, you raise another good point. This is we're talking 2010, which doesn't sound like that long ago, but in the context of recognizing sexual assault, sexual harassment on, on, on this kind of scale where, you know, you normally in 2010, when you think sexual harassment, you think, Oh, the boss is harassing the secretary, that sort of thing. This is really kind of at that time outside of the scope of where people were conceptualizing. Well, here's where it's happening. So right. it's not a defense. Like, let's let's it, call it what it is. Two men. It's, it's, it it's is. the concept that a man sexually assaulting right. another man is unheard of. And, and it's the same thing when we were looking at the bullying uh, scandal in Miami, right, with um, Richie Incognito, and I can't remember the other guy's name, um, the, oh, yeah. the, yeah. the survivor, um, who's no longer in the NFL while Richie Incognito continued to have a career because, you know, reasons. Um, it was just one of those things that – to me, I'm sitting here and I'm looking at this and I just can't imagine that it was just so dismissive. And that's that's what blows my mind. And, you know, the Blackhawks getting slapped on the wrist for two million dollars, like and, and a bunch of people are going to lose their job. What's what happens to Joel Quinville and his legacy? Honestly, does because that's a Hall of Fame coach, right? That's a Hall of Fame coach. Do we Joe Paterno this dude? Do we? You know, I haven't you know, seen. Does he coach again? Yeah, does he coach again hockey after this? Does he survive it? Uh, maybe. I mean, I don't think the, I don't think his the depth of his um, I don't know, man. It, it's almost like you know, I I don't think he was facilitating anything. Paterno almost got to that facilitating point with Sandusky, and and I don't know if Quenville was quite that, you know, anything like that. And uh, but I I think. Quinville probably will coach again one day. This has got to run its course. It's going to take a couple years for this whole situation to just kind of run its course for all the investigation to be done for everything to be done for the lawsuits to be done. Uh, it it's, it's just, yeah. I mean, anybody who was remotely close to this 
is likely going to have some sort of fallout. You look at, and, and I mean, and the direct fallout right now is you look at what's going on on the ice with the Blackhawks. They're terrible. And, and, and right. you can't, and you we can't, had, and we had high things to say yeah. about them. We thought, I be thought a good they'd year make the playoffs. You, they, can't, you can't ignore the, the scandal impacting the way that this team's being run right now. No, I, I think, I think maybe that was, there was some undercurrent of that at the beginning of the season that we didn't know about, but it's certainly translating on the ice. When you look at them and, and like we said, them in Arizona, the only winless teams, you know, I think like they both have one point or something. Yeah, it's close. It, it's, it's a bad situation for, uh, for Chicago all the way around. This is going to, this is going to play out for a while. I have a feeling that we may not have heard the worst of it. And, and, and well, anybody affiliated so, with Chicago in 2010 is right. Well, like, like I said, Kevin Shelvadavada, he's, uh, he's losing his job on Monday. Like it's just like he's 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 meeting with Batman. He's he's losing his job on Monday. So you're right. This is not going to end anytime soon, and we are probably going to have more fallout that we'll be able to report on Chairshot Radio Tuesday throughout the course of the season and probably into the off season. To be frank, we may have to interrupt some musical chairs just to talk well, Chicago hockey fallout. Just, just to kind of update. Uh, apparently news Jets GM Shevlin, let's see, Shevlin die off. I think won't be disciplined. Yeah. That, won't be disciplined by the NHL and the Blackhawks. Really? Really? So his meeting on the first is just shits and giggles. I don't know what they're going to do. They're good. They're obviously, obviously going to look at this more. Um, just a couple of little other, I mean, not Blackhawks related, but just stuff coming across. Sidney Crosby is going to make his season debut for the Penguins against the Devils. I believe that's coming up today. So. Help is on the way for Pittsburgh. Yay. That's sarcasm. Uh, and I forgot to mention, I don't want anybody, Carolina fans, I didn't forget you. Hurricanes are also undefeated, Pat. 7-0. and They are. My, your and I's picks to like win that division are, are doing what they're supposed to do. So good stuff. All right. Well, we are coming up on just over 30 minutes of recording time keeping it short and sweet i promise to watch hockey this week dave so that i am better equipped to actually talk hockey next week but before we go why don't you go ahead and tell everybody where to find you out there in the interwebs oh you can find me on twitter at attitude ag that is at attitude agg and on facebook.com slash attitude of aggression and you can find me out there in the Twitterverse at Wrestling Realist. That is at W R E S T L N G R E A L I S T. That is going to do it for this Tuesday edition of Chair Shot Radio. Hopefully, next week we will have more exciting, fun hockey, hockey talk. It's hot. Oh my God. Hopefully, next week we will have more fun hockey topics to share with you all thank you everyone for listening this has been chair shot radio tuesday hockey talk on the chair shot radio network a part of the chairshot.com the chairshot.com always use your head